You have just entered the Royal Access, the show for growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and careers. I'm your host, Coral Pinder, and I'm super excited about growing along with you. Now let's dive in to this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Royal Access. And on today's episode, you will be hearing from Felicia. I pray that as you listen to this episode, you will truly be empowered, impacted, and that you will journey with Holy Spirit as he minister to you and speak through me. We're currently on the series for his glory, for his glory. And if you've been tuning in each week, you would know that we've had some impactful episodes thus far. And last week's episode with Joy's testimony was no different. It was truly tear-jerking. It caused you to laugh. And it, it truly was a testament of what God is doing in through Joy's life and how he allowed her to minister to us through that testimony. So if you didn't get an opportunity to listen to that episode, I encourage you after listening to this episode to go ahead and listen to it and allow Holy Spirit to work in and through you as you listen. Now, today's topic is for his glory in transition. And I must be transparent, guys. Y'all, listen, when I got this topic from Holy Spirit, I was not interested. I do not want to talk about transition because I am currently in the middle of transition or adjusting to transition. Hmm. And so some of the key scriptures that he would have gave to me is Psalms chapter 51, verse 17, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11, Romans chapter 8, verse 18, Jeremiah chapter 29 and 11, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, and Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. Now, you may be saying, Felicia, that's a lot of scripture. But listen, when you're in a state or season of transition, you truly need to be armed with the word of God. And some of these scriptures I'm going to share with you today have truly been life scriptures for me um, that I've really been able to lean into and find solace in as I journey in this walk with Christ. So one of the first things I did to prepare for this episode was I looked up the definition of transition. And I really love the way dictionary.com puts it. Transition is the movement passage or change from one position, state, stage, subject, or concept to another. And one of the first things that stood out to me about this was movement. And as long as we're Christians, as long as we're believers, my pastor said a while back, as long as we're on this journey, and I'm paraphrasing in my own words, we are going to have forward movement. If we're not moving forward, then that simply means that we're dying because we're stagnant. And as believers, we should always be in a state of movement towards where God is calling us, the next thing, the next position, the next state that he wants us to be in. And 
we're going to get into that with transition. Um, but another thing that stood out to me was change. And they not only have change in this definition, but they break it down a little bit or clarify it for us, saying that change from a position. So it may be a promotion on your job. It may be changing from one job to the other. Then it talks about the state, state of being, your mindset, what it is that you thought your life would look like, what it is that you thought you would be doing, subject, you know, you thought you would have been on a particular platform. You thought you would have been in a particular space, um, whatever that may look like for you, because believe it or not, we're all in a state of transition. But you thought things would look a certain way, but God just had it to look completely different. And then another thing about transition, they talk about concept. Again, that goes back to mindset the makeup of a thing, how you think your life should look, how you think things should be progressing. And sometimes it, it, it doesn't always go that way. It doesn't always go that way. And so the reason why God had me talk about this topic in transition for his glory, for his glory in transition is because I have recently um, transitioned from the island of Nassau to Grand Bahama. And I remember transitioning from the whole process. Um, it was a lot of prayer. Um, there was some excitement. There was a bit of hesitation. There were a lot of mixed emotions because I was leaving the place that I called home for the entire 26 years of my life, the place I would have called home. And yes, I've traveled, but I always went back to Nassau as home. And here I am having to pick up everything and move to another island that I've only visited once. And I was excited. Um, I saw opportunity and I knew that God's hand was in it because he planted the seeds year, years ago. Um, and it just came to the point where it was time for me to move. And so while I was on the plane coming to Grand Bahama, I was nervous. I just felt kind of uneasy. And Holy Spirit told me to look out of the window. And as I looked out of the window of the plane, I saw a rainbow through the clouds. And that was his reminder to me that no matter what, he's going to take care of me. And I needed that reminder. This was my transition. For you, it may be a job. It may be a state of mind, God renewing your mind to shift your mindset. It may be death. It may be new life. Transition comes in the form of so many things. As you move forward, transition may be new relationships, new network opportunities, whatever it is. I want to encourage you to 
invite Holy Spirit into the journey and allow him to do what it is that he wants to do in and through you, even as you journey in transition. And for me, this transition, at first, the first few months, I was like, yes, I'm enjoying this. Um, I'm usually very, very busy. And so coming to Grand Bahama, it's a slower pace. So I was like, yes, fee, you feel like you're on vacation. Yes, there were some hiccups, but you saw God's hand in the midst of it. You saw him provide. God is just doing his thing. And can I tell you, after vacation was over, after a few months in, I am still in transition. God is still doing a work because he wanted to mature me. He wants to mature me. And he's maturing me even on my spiritual walk with him, learning how to deal with people because the dynamics of the people here are different from people on the island of Nassau. Um, just so many things are different. And that in, in and of itself um, would cause you to lean in on Holy Spirit and allow him to process you even as you evolve and transition in whatever stage you or state you find yourselves in. And so there were some, some questions um, that came up in terms of transition. When you're in transition, when this thing is changing, when God is doing a new thing in your life, and one of the questions that God gave me in transition is where's your heart's posture? Because for me, a little bit of my story is that I didn't think I would be in education. I moved there as a teacher. I didn't think that my degree, I would have finished my degree in education. The goal was to finish my degree at Johnson and Wales University. I was already enrolled. I already knew my end date. They had already accepted my credits. I was in classes online. I was right before the pandemic. I was in a job and I was getting ready for a job change. I had three interviewers. I Things were just happening. And I thought, this must be it. I'm no longer going to be in education because I was a teacher previously and it wasn't everything that I thought it would be. So I was like, I'm getting out of this. I'm going to do something different, I'm going in a different field. And doors started opening, things started happening. And it was in the tourism field. And of course, you know, during the pandemic, everything basically shut down. So I was already approved, went through three interviewers. The only thing left for me for that job was orientation. And it literally fell through because of the pandemic. But in the midst of that, I ended up because I was no longer working because all of the hotels basically were closed down. I had to pivot. I could no longer pay for my school fee at Johnson & Wales University. And I had to transition and make a decision. So I decided to go back to the University of the Bahamas, finish my degree in education. And it was a journey. And in the midst of that, I saw God's hand. He provided. He just blew my mind. 
And the very thing that I was afraid of, which was teaching practice, he allowed me to walk out of that journey with an A. And for those of you or those of you who know someone who did teaching practice, you would know that it is not an easy journey. But I literally saw God's hand and God's favor in that season. So after thinking that, oh, I'm going to switch careers, I'm on a different career path, and God just changed the game for me and had me go back to education, to teaching, and then God had it so that I would be moving to Grand Bahama. And now here I am back in the classroom, and God is just doing a work in and through me because there are things that he is maturing in me. There is a level of maturity that I have to go through. And he's just encouraging me to stay on the potter's wheel. And that's where that question came up. Where's my heart's posture? Because I could have easily become disgruntled, a complainer. You know, I could have easily said, God, you know what? This isn't making no sense or saying, God, you caused this job to not to fall through and not happen. Um, I could have just allowed the questions in my mind to fester so much that my heart's posture shift. But I had to go back to where's your heart's posture? Are you yielded to what God wants to do? Are you yielded to just being broken before him? And having him do a work in you because he knows your journey. He knows why he has you on this specific path. So one of the scriptures God would have given to me was Psalm chapter 51, verses 16 through 17. And the amplified version says, for you do not delight in sacrifice or else I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. My only sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart with sorrow for sin. Such, O oh God, you will not despise. Nasty amplified version. And basically what that's saying is in, in posturing yourself and, and, and laying prostrate before God, you have to remember that God isn't interested in your performance, in your pretense. He wants the real authentic you. He wants you to lay your desires at his feet. He wants you to lay the situation that you're going through at his feet. He wants you to say, God, this is me in my raw form. This is me with a broken heart and contrite spirit. He is not going to despise you, but he is going to love on you. He is going to love on you and he is going to embrace you because he wants our authentic selves. We can trust God with our heart. We can trust God with our heart's posture. We can trust God. We can trust God to not allow us to fall as we free fall into him and lean into him. So I just want to encourage you, even as you listen to this um, podcast today, with that first question for you to check your heart's posture as you go into whatever the transition is, whatever transition looks like for you. Another thing, another question I should rather is, what is God saying? 
the instruction. What is God saying to you in this season? What, is, what does he want you to do? What is he teaching you? Um, we ought to remain teachable always, to always be listening to hear what God is saying, because God is always speaking and he's always instructing us. He's always leading us, even in the midst of us being uncomfortable, even in the midst of him changing our posture, our position, our state, and the stage in our life. God is saying something and he has a lot to say, but will we listen? Are we listening to what God is saying in this season? And another question, the final question that came up, well, not the final one, but another question that came up was, what is the lesson? When you're in transition, there's always some form of lesson that God wants to teach you. There's always a lesson, and that lesson is not only for you, but it's for those coming after you that God wants you to pour into. It's not only for you, but it's for those around you who you can testify to and say, hey, if it had not been for God on my side, I would have lost my mind. I would not have been able to pull through. I would not have been able to do this thing. I would not have been able to evolve. I would not have been able to succeed. What is the lesson? What is God doing in and through you to prepare you for the next, to prepare you for the very thing that you actually have your mind on or have your eyes set on that can be considered the prize for the very season that you are waiting to unlock. God is transitioning you into that. And in the state of transition, there is a lesson. But what is the lesson? Because if you do not learn the lesson in the transition, you will find yourself in a cycle of transition. So those are the questions I want to leave with you. Where's your heart's posture? What is God saying? What is the lesson? And also, as God have me in the season of transition, see, I could talk to you about cycles because I was on a previous job where God wanted to teach me this lesson and God wanted to mature me in this way. And I wasn't ready for it, y'all. I wasn't prepared for it. And quite frankly, I ran away. And I was like, I'm not interested in this. No, 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 no. I wanted to kick and scream and run away. And I did run away. But in this season, in this new season, in this new phase of transition, I made a decision to stay on the body's wheel. And... Um, what does it mean to be on the potter's wheel? It means that you are at the feet of God. You are in the palm of his hands. You are in his care, his capable care. And you are allowing him to mold you. And you are allowing him to move you and direct you how he sees fit. You are allowing him to teach you, to retrain your mind to retrain your thought process for his glory, for what it is that he wants to do, for what it is that he requires of you. Because we get so caught up in jobs and status and everything that we want in life, but we forget that the mere fact that we are on this earth is 
a true testament that God wants to work in and through us, and he wants to get glory from it. And God is a jealous God. He is not going to give you something you're not prepared for. He's not going to take you into the season that you're really desiring to be in when you haven't learned the previous lessons. So he had to take me through the stage of transition where he, it looks slightly different, but the lesson remains the same. And I had to make a decision in my mind to remain on the potter's wheel, to remain postured before him and allow him to do the work in and through me. So again, you have to make a decision. You have to make up in your mind that you will remain on the potter's wheel, even as God takes you through transition. But you know something, y'all, the beauty of it is God doesn't leave us stranded. Remember I said um, when I was coming to Grand Bahama, one of the things he did was he showed me the rainbow through the clouds as I looked out of the window. And he reminded me that, well, not reminded me, but told me that he's going to take care of me no matter what. And in taking care of me, he equipped me. He equipped me. And wherever you find yourself transitioning into, I want to remind you that you are equipped. Well, what am I equipped with? There are four things that I'm going to share with you today that God has equipped each of us as believers with. And the first thing is the word, the word of God. He has given us his word. As I told you earlier, I named off some of the scriptures um, that really are the foundation of this message and what is being shared on this podcast today. And it is the word, it is the word that has kept me through this season of transition where at one point I thought I was losing my mind. It was being reminded of his word. It was in moments when I could not even pick up my Bible I just had to remember the word of God that I already had hidden in my heart, that the joy of the Lord is my strength, that Exodus 14 and 14 declares that he will fight for me if I would only hold my peace, that Jeremiah 29 and 11 is still a key scripture in my life, that he knows the plans he has for me to prosper me and not to harm me. So these are things that I had to lean into that Philippians 4 and 13 is still very real. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 11 that talks about seasons and changing that I know I had to grab a hold of that to know that this is just one portion of my life. This is just one season and I'm to learn the lesson as God prepares me, as he molds me, as he, as the potter begin to mold me as his clay and do what it is that he sees fit because he knows my journey. He knows my beginning. He knew my beginning and he knows my end. And I encourage you as well to rest in that, to rest in the word, to rest in scripture to rest in what God is saying in and through the scriptures. 
And another thing is worship. Again, it goes back to heart posture. I had to worship. I had to worship when it didn't make sense. I had to worship when my spirit felt heavy. I had to find myself in a state of worship when I could not do anything else. I just worshiped. And when we worship God, we set the atmosphere to God to, for God to do what it is that he is trying to do in and through us. We set the atmosphere to listen to what God is saying in the season. We set the atmosphere to war, war, war over what it is that we are fighting for in the spiritual realm. We set the atmosphere for God to truly do a work, not only surrounding us and in our situation, but also in and through us. And worship also sets the atmosphere for us to pray. And one of the things that God equipped me with, and he has equipped each of us with in seasons of transition, and even as we transition continuously throughout our lives, is prayer. Prayer is simply communication with God. It is our lifeline to hear and speak to our father and God literally had my prayer life intensify in this season of transition. And even in seasons of the past where I was in transition, I saw where my prayer life would have intensified because there is something that I have to say. And there is something that God wants to say to me because it's not just me speaking to God. It's not just you speaking to God, but it's God and you God and me having a dialogue and saying, this is what I'm saying to you in this season. This is what I want to do in it, to win and through you. I am here for you. He's washing you in the word. He washed me in the word, even as I relied on prayer as my constant communication to hear from God, hear what it is that he is saying, hear the instruction back to those questions that he would have given me in this season as to how to navigate through the transition. Because again, he's equipped us. He has the answers. He has the answers to every question that we have. God already has the answer. But would we pray with him? Would we sit with him? Would we commune with him? The other thing that he equipped me with was community community in full transparency y'all I am the type of person I would go through and then I would tell my inner circle after I've gone through what I was going through I would go through in isolation but God didn't call us to isolate he didn't call us to do life by ourselves Yes, there are moments and times when we do need to isolate and, you know, regroup. But life itself, the entire journey should not be done alone. And that's why he gave us community. And I encourage you, if you're listening to this episode and you do not have people in your corner and you do not have community, I encourage you to, for God to pray for the right people, people you can trust, 
people you can lean into, people that will hold you accountable for the journey, for the transition. Because y'all, this season of transition that I was in, call for me to rely on my community, call for me to rely on persons to pray with me. Because even as the scripture says, one can put a thousand to flight, but two can chase 10,000. So imagine a community of people calling a name in prayer. Imagine a community of people walking with you, sitting with you, journeying with you, encouraging you. There's so much more that can be done. There's so much that God can do in and through you. And he has proven that to me in the season of transition where I truly had to rely on authentic community. I was no longer just in a place surrounded by people, but I allowed them into my story. I allowed them into my journey. And it was scary at times, y'all. It was scary because I had to be vulnerable. But in the midst of my vulnerability, in the midst of me putting pride aside, saying, no, Felicia, you're not sharing too much. No, you need to open your mouth and have people praying with you and for you. You need to allow others who mean you well and who are authentic in your tribe. One of the things I, um, my church, my pastor would have said before was God has staffed our lives well. And in this season, God has truly taught me that he has staffed my life. He had people just having my name pop up on their mind who I haven't spoken to in months. I mean, God is just so kind. And I want you to know, even wherever you find yourself in transition, as you move forward, as you feel the warfare, as you war over your life, over your mind, I want you to know that God is for you. God is with you. And God wants to see you move and progress for his glory. There shall be a performance. There shall be glory after this. There shall be glory after whatever it is that you're facing. There shall be glory after the heartache. There shall be glory after the pain. There shall be glory after it. And one of the scriptures that you can lean into is Romans chapter eight, verse 18. At Romans chapter 8, verse 18, talks about the Amplified Version, says it like this. For I consider that the sufferings of the present life are not worthy to compare with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us. God wants to reveal something in us for his glory. He wants to give us joy. He wants to give us a renewed peace. But he doesn't want it to be of vanity. He doesn't want it to be all about self. He wants it to be all about him. He wants us to point it back to him and say, if it had not been for the God, Lord, who was on my side, I don't know where I would have been. I wouldn't have been able to accomplish that thing. I would not have been able to step into the new. I would not have been able to transition. I would not have been able to go through the changes. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but God is doing something for his glory. He's developing us. He's developing our character. He's developing what it is, the giftings that he's given us so that we 
will be careful to always give him the glory and the honor. So I pray that as you would have listened to this podcast today, I pray that as we spoke about transition, I pray that Holy Spirit right now in this moment, wherever you are, I pray that he will rest upon you. I pray that Holy Spirit will do a work in and through you. I pray that you will ask the questions with Holy Spirit. Where is my heart's posture? What is my heart's posture in this season? What is God's saying? What is the instructions that God has given me to do in this season? What is the lesson that I am to learn in this state of change and transition where he is making me uncomfortable? How am I remaining on the potter's wheel? Am I running away from the call that God has called me to? Am I running away from the journey that he has placed me on? Am I stepping off of the potter's wheel or am I yielded? Am I a yielded vessel for him to truly use? And remember that you are equipped because God is a God who doesn't do things halfway. He has equipped each of us and he will continue to equip us for each season, each moment, each transition. I pray that you will just rest in him and allow him to do the inner work in you as he gets the glory, he gets the glory, he gets the honor in all things. Have a great day, have a great evening, whatever time you're listening to this. And I pray that even as you listen to this, if you have any questions, if you need prayers, you will feel free to message us on the platform of Facebook, the Royal Access Group, find it, join us, be in community with us. If you're looking for a community of believers who are on fire for God and who are allowing God to do the work, we encourage you to join us. Ask whatever questions you need to ask. And we encourage you that as you transition, wherever you find yourself, to remain on the potter's wheel. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Royal Access Podcast. Be sure to learn more about how to connect with us in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. We would also love for you to consider leaving a rating or a review. Until next time, I'm Corel Pinder, your truth-telling accountability partner.